0: It is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied. Unburdened with duties And frugal in their ways Peaceful and calm Wise and skillful Not proud and demanding in nature Let them not do the slightest thing That the wise would later reprove Wishing in happiness and in safety May all beings be happy, whatever living beings there may be. Whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, their great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away. Those born and to be born, may all beings be happy. Let none deceive another, or despise any being in any state. Let none, through anger or ill will, wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life. Her child, her only child. So with a boundless heart, should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outward and unbounded, Free from hatred and ill-will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding by not holding to false views. The pure-hearted one having clarity of vision, being free from all sense desires, is not born again into this world. Sadhu Sadhu Sadhu. Okay. It's always nice to chant uh, something in English and everybody knows what's going on. And that's also I can use these sentences to teach, uh, as I said before, people who are not even Buddhist um, Or maybe you also, maybe also don't consider yourself to be Buddhist, but at least you know the sutta very well, but even people who have never heard anything about this before. The problem though is when we translate stuff into English that there's always little disagreements. <laughs> and that's why I have to read along. Because there are so many versions of this chanting floating around <laughs> in the world, and people change a little word here or a little word there. And I was reminded of this because this one even has a correction uh, glued on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one problem when we translate things into English. We have to uh, yeah, this version seems to work very well with the rhythm. Yeah, and sometimes people consider the rhythm less important than the meaning, and sometimes mm. that changes as well. But uh, one thing is that meditation is, in a sense, beyond words. So uh, we can use certain words to point at it, but in the end it all comes down to med- med- to experience. And this is also true for loving kindness. That's why I don't mind too much if people have different translations, the sutta, the general, just is clear enough, anyway. And also, one thing that you can't really put into words is stillness of the mind. When the mind comes quiet, even the word stillness don't, yeah, doesn't really describe it because stillness is a word, and uh, the word just points at some experience that you know and what it is like. And in the past few weeks I have been talking a little bit about uh, how to create some more stillness in our minds I've been focusing on that i uh, talked about the thoughts in the mind and different reasons why we might be thinking And do some of you still struggle with thinking in your meditation? Yeah? Sometimes <laughs> Yeah? All the time <laughs> <laughs> right. It's uh, a topic that that, uh, is always uh, relevant uh, for me as well. Although it's so much more easy now uh, compared to when I started meditating because I've learned all these different skills of how to um, still the mind and not let the thoughts take over. Over the years I uh, have been reflecting upon it in various ways. in the past two weeks I told you about some very deep ways to do it, like consider the you non-self know, aspect of the thought, and I think I've also talked a little bit about um, um, enjoying the quiet and uh, not to fear it, or maybe that was to some other group, I can't remember now, but, um, uh, but today I want to talk a little bit also about thought still, because you said you still struggle with it, so I might as well continue. And, ah, I can actually. So, yeah, you see the light go down, the thoughts go down, everything settles down. You're not going to No, we we'll keep it on while I'm talking. Maybe, maybe when we meditate, it further down. Otherwise, I might as well just talk. On this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was a student at one point in my life, getting further and further. Now, but I still remember very clearly one day I was standing at the train station waiting for the train to go back home. Because I studied in a town called Delft and I lived in a city called Rotterdam. And I travelled back and forth every day by train. It's quite quite doable in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. the public transport is quite excellent. Uh, and it's t- interesting that uh, in Delft you have two train stations. One is like the, the Central train station, and one is uh, called Del South, and um, all trains stop at Delft Central, but some of them skip the South station, Pro- probably same here, you know, you've got the, like the intercity what we call it, and the uh, and the uh, stopping trains, that they stop at every station. Now one time I was standing at del South station, waiting for a train to come, and what happened? Train came, but the uh, the, 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 the the driver forgot to brake <laughs> in time. <laughs> so he, he put the brake a maximum just before the station. And what happened? Sparks were flying everywhere from the rails, uh, from the wheels, and you could smell it in the air. And the train <coughs> And he still overshot the train, the station. Oh. Yeah, and I think there's a rule that they are not allowed to back up, or you yeah. would have to walk all over to the other side or something. So then I just drove on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, luck, that train was yeah. for the other side actually, not for me. So I was fine, but I thought, hey, that- Well, maybe not at the time, but later I thought, hey, that's a little bit uh, like a sim for meditation. Sometimes. We try to stop the mind <laughs> suddenly when we are sitting in meditation and the whole day you're thinking, you're planning, you do this, you do that, which is all okay, but then suddenly you sit in meditation and you hear, soon you talk about silence and you're like okay now I'm gonna be quiet straight away, so you pull the brake, in a way, and it doesn't work, yeah. It just creates more suffering, <laughs> yeah, creates sparks in your mind. So, one way to re- relate to my thoughts is what I call the uh, freight train thoughts. And the freight train thoughts, which is the kind of thoughts that are best, is to let slowly stop. Yeah? Not to immediately try to suppress all your thoughts, but just to let them settle slowly. It make some sense, yeah. So you just sit there, and you got all these thoughts going on, and you, you you sort of feel there's this kind of impetus be- behind them. They just it's almost like karma in a way. You've been thinking all day, so it's natural that you'll just continue to think in your meditation as well. And instead of just trying to suddenly stop all the thinking, just let them slow gradually. And the Buddha also talked about this as well. He, then he used not the simile of the train, of course. <laughs> they didn't have trains, but he talked about it's like somebody who is walking and then decides, oh, why? No, he, I think he's running first, actually. He's, like, he's running and then he decides, oh, why am I running? I might as well start walking go this road. And he's walking and he's like, okay, I'm, why am I walking? I might as well sit down sitting down, he's like, okay, I wa- why am I sitting down, I might as well lie down, yeah, so you go from fast walking, slowly to lying down, sort mm-hmm. of in stages in a way, and I don't know about you, but I find it a very helpful way to relate to my thoughts, because I don't create them, uh, I don't turn them into the enemy, I just realize, okay, it's natural that these thoughts are there. And all I have to do is not to add any more fuel to them, not to uh, make them more, but just let them naturally settle down, and then just be friends with the thoughts, and just let them be. Yeah, thinking. uh, It's natural. It's also something Buddha said. Like uh, I can't remember now exactly what he said whatever you apply your mind to that it becomes like an inclination so you think uh, a lot during the day and it's our inclination and natural that it's sort of continues. and then our job is meditators is not to get upset with that but just to to realize how the mind works to sort of step back a bit from the past and not to get involved with them and just let them come to a stop naturally just like if it's Normal train drivers, they don't even use too much brake. Sometimes they just let the train roll slowly to stop. And that is one thing that I find very helpful. The same attitude of just letting things be and letting settle naturally is also something you can also apply to other things that might go on in your meditation usually thoughts is people's biggest obstacle but even when the thoughts are gone there still remains restlessness of a more subtle kind and also for example your body might be uh, uncomfortable and then you apply the same techniques oh yeah it's just natural that my body is uncomfortable right now and uh, it's not that I'm doing anything wrong in this meditation session it's just because what happened before <laughs> and i was actually reminded of that last saturday by uh, Ajahn Brown. he was doing guided meditation in Tamiloka and i was there as well because i was teaching the whole day with Ajahn Ramali and uh, so i had to actually even here have breakfast early and yeah. uh, leave at around about seven o'clock go there teach the whole morning quickly have lunch and then Teach again in the afternoon and after that I went to Ajahn Brahm's guided meditation. And I sat there and Ajahn Brahm was giving me his guided meditation about uh, settling the body and being really comfortable and stuff and for me it was just not working at all. Sometimes that works very well for me as well. And so afterwards it was time for questions. Nobody put their hands up so I put my hand up. Uh, like I was around well, yeah, comforting the body is nice, and uh, but it didn't work, or something doesn't work, and instead of giving a very deep teaching, you know what he just said, yeah, it, because uh, why are you here, <laughs> even <laughs> in the first place, you should just be lying down somewhere or in the monk's quarters or something, I would not have come if I was you, and he was right, because I've been, uh, and I was quite tired, and uh, if you're tired, is a much more difficult for your body to relax in that way. So you just gave me some tips. Up. Uh, you might even want to sit uh, on the on that chair over there, it's was like a really luxurious chair, and nobody dare to sit on it. <laughs> you said, Why don't you sit over there? Or why don't you just, just go sit in amongst quarters? Or, uh, uh, where we also have quite comfortable chairs, by the way. Much more comfortable than what you are sitting. So uh, yeah, I took his advice to the heart, and uh, uh, I didn't even wait for him to finish questions and answers. I just left and went to the martial quarters and actually lay down there. <laughs> and then my body was able to relax. But what I'm saying is, it was a natural that my mind was, or sorry, that my body was going to be uh, a bit disturbed because I was already I didn't re- sleep real well the day be- before either, and um, so. I'm Instead of me being upset in my meditation that I did something wrong during that meditation, I should have just been paying a bit more attention earlier. So it was only natural that my body was uncomfortable. I still had a very nice meditation, by the way, because I just used another technique, which is just to ignore the body altogether and just go to the joy. But uh, I learned a lot from Patansa by ground to just even mm. realize that sometimes the body has this freight train effect as well (laughs) not only the mind now that is one way to relate to the thoughts and to the body But speaking mainly about the thoughts here just to let them settle settle naturally and realize that it is just the nature of the mind that it needs some time to settle down Oh, well, while, while I'm holding this. <laughs> yes, you all well, know I'm Brazilian, probably, yeah. most of you anyway. So, this water is now moving a lot, yeah. You know the symmetry. Yeah, you know it too, Judy? Yeah, so how do you get it to be still? Not by holding it still, you know, but just by putting it down. An interesting thing is when I try to put the water down, and maybe actually move a bit more in the first place, Move it all over here. And then, I don't get impatient with the water. Ah, stupid water, you are so slow, at settling down. Get still! No, no, it doesn't work. (laughs) Still, I must be doing something wrong, you know. It's still moving. What am I doing wrong? Still, what am I doing wrong? It's still moving. It's still moving, ah, stupid water. No, you have said it again. Ah, no. yes, exactly. I understand what you mean. So that's <laughs> Need more, con- yeah, need more patience. And that's the same with the mind. Sometimes just need more patience. And, and I've noticed that sometimes my freight train thoughts, it's a little bit difficult to say freight train thoughts. You say it slowly, and it's all right. And sometimes my freight train thoughts just take the whole meditation session to settle down a bit. You know, I must. I can't say that usually I'm quite skilled at it now, but I still have some time that I just I sit there for half an hour and it, it's still thinking <laughs> quite a bit, and I just notice that it's still just that impetus from before is still going uh, sometimes, but I just notice it does get less. It may not be much. So usually it is a lot but sometimes that's just the way it is So don't get impatient and like you said you might think oh half an hour that's that's way too long why is my mind still not still yet (laughs) you know you pick up the water again sometimes it's be happy to be there whatever happens that's really a great way to find some some peace day, just let things be, especially let the thoughts be and also recognize the, the, the type of thoughts are these thoughts I create right now at the moment and maybe you're just desiring to, to think or you're just uh, too much of a sense of self or something or maybe these are just thoughts that are free train thoughts and there's nothing I really can do about this because the causes were in the past. I'm not creating them now, uh, I'm just uh, letting them settle right now. So. End of the meditation, just take a moment to ask yourself, how do I feel? Do I feel a bit more at ease than at the beginning of the meditation? or not. And then ask yourself, what were the causes for the way I feel now? What did I do or what did I not do? print that on your mind ok if I do this i get that as a result this way your mind will remember next time I'll now ring the bell 3 times just wait for the ring of the third. Do you want to speak a bit more? Questions and answers, or are you really peaceful? I would prefer just to jump and go away. What do you feel like? let us chant the verses of sharing and aspiration True. through the goodness that arises from my practice may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue my mother my father and my relatives their son and the moon and all virtuous leaders of the world gods and evil forces celestial beings guardian spirits of the earth and the lord of death may those who are friendly indifferent or hostile may all beings receive the blessings of my life may they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deafness through the goodness that arises from my practice and through this act of sharing, may all desires and attentions quickly cease and all harmful states of mind until I realize nirvana in every kind of birth. May I have an upright mind with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor. May the forces of delusion not take hold, nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge. Unsurpassed is the protection of the Dharma. The solitary Buddha is my noble Lord. The Sangha is my supreme support. Through the supreme power of all beasts, may darkness and delusion be dispelled.